So if our thoughts are all about crisis management, we're, we're operating in cortisol and adrenaline. Conversely, if we're operating from a place of trust, we're more likely to be operating in oxytocin and dopamine, which is more about my ability to give you my crazy idea, risking, and knowing that when you hand it back to me, it's gonna be better. And it's not my idea or your idea, it's our idea. And that is where really innovation and trust is born. That's really being in the flow. Hi, this is Barbara Humpton, CEO of Siemens USA, and welcome to the Optimistic Outlook podcast. You know, I started off this year expecting to travel to a number of events. As the Omicron variant emerged, like many people, I had to pull back and I had to adjust my schedule to be virtual and stay home. But you know, I've also found this time to be productive. I've been treating January as a learning month and encouraging our team to do the same. So I hope you've already tuned into the 2022 season intro. We're gonna pick things back up in February with a series on reinventing the nation's supply chain and solving the semiconductor shortage. But for now, I wanna share with you a conversation that builds on one I had to close out 2021, when Eduardo Bresenio joined us to talk about growth mindset. As Eduardo and I talked about the way growth mindset and being in the learning zone can help enhance our performance, it really got me thinking about one of my good friends I've been working with over the last several years, Summer Anderson. She's managing director at ZRG Partners, and she's written a book, Start Within, Better ROI Begins With You, and it's coming out later this year. Summer and I met recently to talk about the evolution of the book, but I cast my mind back to January of 2020, before the pandemic. She and I met over breakfast in Washington, D.C., and she was hearing me talk about my job and the work we're doing at Siemens, and she noticed how calm and joyful I was. And she said, wait, I want to test something on you. And she stuck a little device on my ear and was actually measuring my heartbeat and my breathing. And she remarked, ah, you're an alpha. I had no idea what that meant at that time. But since then, I've had the chance to learn quite a bit about it. The fact that our mind and bodies are linked together and that our performance actually flows from our thoughts. You're going to learn about the science behind these interactions and even the chemicals at work in this episode. So today, I'm going to share with you a conversation I had with Summer late last year, and I want to link this conversation to the ongoing conversation about how important it is that we manage our own performance so that we can perform well in the challenging days of dealing with the pandemic and building the future foundation of our economy as we implement the bipartisan infrastructure law. A quick note, toward the end of our conversation, you're going to hear Summer refer to Google X an R&D project, an innovation lab founded by Google, and someone named Astro Teller. Summer notes Astro's phenomenal title, and I won't spoil that. But I will clarify that Astro directs the Google X Labs. Enjoy the conversation. So Summer, let's jump in at the beginning when you and I began this conversation where I was learning so much from you about the neuroscience of leadership. What is it that drives tech leaders in particular? You know, it's really interesting because I have been watching for the last 25 years, many executives and trying to figure out what's actually going on. There was a lot of bad behavior, particularly inside of technology, because of the amount of stress around innovation and getting things done 
meeting the street's expectations. And so to do that, there's quite a bit of stress that sort of surrounds that. When I started looking at, let's just call it bad behavior, <laughs> uh, I'll give an example of one, one CEO who's famous, who was famous, past tense, for taking shots before an investor call. Some of these guys just really felt like they were outside of the bounds of the rules. They were sort of defying gravity until they couldn't. So I started wanting to peel the onion on what's going on because these are people that are at the top of their game. Why would they want this sort of thing to happen to make those career limiting moves when everything was going so well? And when I started to talk with folks about it and reading a lot around the neuroscience, when we're operating in cortisol and adrenaline, we do get a lot of things done, clearly. And it's a very exciting time, you know, to be able to, to meet and exceed those street requirements or expectations. But we get hooked on that like any other drug. And we know now through a lot of research that our bodies produce the chemicals that align with our thoughts. So if our thoughts are all about crisis management, we're, we're operating in cortisol and adrenaline. Conversely, if we're operating from a place of trust, we're more likely to be operating in oxytocin and dopamine, which is more about my ability to give you my crazy idea, risking, and knowing that when you hand it back to me, it's going to be better. And it's not my idea or your idea, it's our idea. And that is where really innovation and trust is born. And only with trust can we get to where we're going long-term. It's sustainable and it's much easier because you're taking all of the energy out of the fear that happens inside of cortisol and adrenaline versus the oxytocin and dopamine. That's really being in the flow. Well, this is the basis of your premise that we actually get the highest return on investment when we start within, when we really examine our own leadership practices and You'll be coming out with a book that actually helps us understand the steps we can go through. First, in, in the first part of the book, explaining the science, and the second part of the book, giving practical stories that illustrate how we can step through a process uh, to move from fight or flight into joy and flow. I, but, but let's put this in the context of what we're dealing with today. Certainly, leaders today are dealing with even more stress than they were pre-pandemic. What are you seeing and why is now the time for us to really engage with you on this journey starting within? Yeah, well, I believe that there is a significant amount of cultural poverty in corporate America today. That's always been there, but with COVID and some of the social issues that we've been battling, in recent years, recent months, it's at a crazy pitch. So in order to be able to remedy that, what we were talking about is being able to be really clear on how do we become more purpose-driven and intentional about our actions, our thoughts, and how we interact with others. How do we bring people along? If we can get our leaders to think and act in a way that they're operating in oxytocin and dopamine, corporate America will change without a doubt. Because when we are operating there, we are others-centered. Being other centered is the key to being able to take flight. And 
and have the kind of results that are necessary. I'd love to talk a little bit more about what you're seeing on your side too, Barbara, because honestly, if we can help folks get more purpose-driven while in the middle of the great resignation, let's be really specific about what it is we want to do. When they do land, they're going to bring a whole new self to the party. Yeah, let's let's actually talk about this a little bit, this idea that um, when are we most effective? Well, we're most effective when we're in flow. Have you ever, you know, sort of been working on something and you absolutely lose track of time because you're so engrossed? That's what I think of when I think of flow. Uh, when I when I get that sense that the capabilities I have are are well suited to the challenge I've got ahead of me, or, and and the team has my back. Uh, you you actually began with this whole concept of trust. With when I don't feel like someone is looking over my shoulder and second guessing, but instead is standing behind me, ready to support, uh, then it, it it creates a completely different feeling. And truly, it's it's joyous. It's fun to be working in an environment like that. Is this? Am I describing the things that that you're hoping to ignite with, through your own work? Yes, absolutely true. The other thing I'll say is that we know that flow also equals alpha. If we just talk about our brain waves in general, we now know that we can hook our brains and our hearts up to nodes and get to see the data of what's happening inside of us. So when we are operating in alpha, our bodies are really producing a pattern it's very healthy, it's creative, and we know that that's the state of flow. Once we know what it feels like, we can throw ourselves into it like pro athletes do more readily. Conversely, there's also our friend crisis management, which is high beta. Our hearts are racing, our minds are racing, all of the blood is flowing to our heart and our muscles to fight or run or freeze rather than to think. And so if we can get out of that crisis management, the high beta and move into alpha or low beta where we're learning, we're curious, we're investigating, or even theta where we're operating in subconscious, meaning we're using those aha moments, the in the shower or at the end of the run kind of thing. It's amazing the kind of great thoughts and outcomes we can produce when we are truly in the flow and out of that crisis management spot. Well, okay, so let me run back through this really quickly to make sure I've got this. Beta, brainwaves. This is our fight or flight state, and our bodies are really reflecting those primal reactions that we had that, frankly, allowed us to survive. Survival mode. Alpha, we're awake, we're thinking, we're conscious, but we're able to reason through things. And then theta, where our subconscious is working for us, perhaps without even our knowledge. And, you know, I, I have to tell you, I do experience those moments where somebody will present a problem. Oh, in college, I remember I would be wrestling with some really difficult mathematics and discover that if I just went to sleep, when I woke up in the morning, the answer would have come to me. So we know that these different states of mind uh, are, are, are real and they work with our physiology. Now being able to harness that as we think about the way we perform at work. I love the idea of thinking our, of ourselves as well-trained athletes because truly what we do is critical now. So, so let's move into then a little bit of uh, how we can become more aware 
and then therefore teach ourselves how to tap into the, the most productive state of mind for the situation. Let's talk a minute for what we're actually dealing with today. And as we say, in leaders in business obviously are faced with a lot right now. We've been dealing with the challenges of this era we're in, but we also have the opportunity. And, you know, as leaders in businesses that are addressing the potential of infrastructure, what I'm interested in doing is being able to unleash the creativity uh, that the, the moment would call for. So let's compare and contrast, you know, what is it that we're actually dealing with today? Yeah, it's in many ways, because of what we've been through is unprecedented. There was a lot of coping skills we had to develop in a very short period of time. A lot of interesting things happened, right? A lot of clashes occurred, but perhaps we haven't talked about when we started digging in and getting curious, we started to grow our empathy muscle. When our empathy muscle grows, we know that there's a certain amount of trust that's built over time. We're beginning to listen and, and understand each other for who we are and what we're up to, whether that's in the workplace, in our neighborhoods, our churches, our, among our friend groups. It's really forcing us to think more differently, to think differently about who we are and what it is we're up to. What kind of results do we want to produce? Today, we have a client, for example, that has gone from everybody's in-house and working hard together to now being really geographically dispersed. In fact, some of their biggest leaders, their most senior leaders have moved to the corners of the earth to be closer to family members that have needed them, elderly or otherwise. And in that blend of families, we are looking at folks that are having to work longer hours, different hours, and how we think about interacting uh, is really important. How are we adjusting? How are we caring for each other as uh, workforce um, compatriots, essentially? That's been an important element. Moving forward, when we move in empathy, we're going to do a much better job of building trust because we're seeking to understand rather than just understanding our own position. Yeah, so everything you're sharing really just leads me back to this idea that we're not really crazy, right? There are, there are real science-based reasons why we're feeling certain things, reacting in certain ways. And then it's important for us to understand the impact that has on the way we work. Let's talk for a minute about how we break some of the cycles. We know we're in, when we're in fight or flight, when we're in survival mode, we're really not thinking as creatively as we should. What are some ways people can break that cycle? Yes. So it's interesting. It, it comes right down to our breath. Um, I don't know if anybody in the audience happens to have an Apple Watch or has some other app on their phone that's helping them think about how they're breathing. When we catch ourselves in that high beta, really shallow breathing, we can make a decision to think different thoughts and breathe differently. Sometimes the thoughts take longer to course correct, but we can mindfully take a big breath one after the other until we've got 10 breaths under our belt. What starts to happen is our brain shifts from high beta into alpha, just biologically speaking. And then we can start to think the thoughts that allow us to get to the feelings that make us just more productive overall. 
probably the most important thing is to recognize what does it feel like in your body when you go into fight or flight, when you go into high beta, does your chest get tight? Your arms start to hurt. Do you start to have that, you know, V in your, (laughs) between your eyebrows Are your, you know, what might be feeling, what does it feel like in your body? And then being able to then transition something else that's biological breath into different thoughts. The thoughts get you to different outcomes. We know um, there's a famous quote that Margaret Thatcher often would throw out, and that is, watch your thoughts because they become your words. Watch your words because they become your actions. Your actions become your character and your character becomes your destiny. What you think is what you become. That's a little bit of a goosebump moment. I love that. Thank you. You know, it's interesting because often in business, we're confronted with those fight or flight moments. And it can come in the form of a call from a customer who's unhappy. It can come in the form of news of an issue with an employee. And there is that moment when we really need to take a beat and pause and think for a moment, is this something that's in my control or is this just news, right? Is this something where I don't have control over what has happened, I only have control over what happens next. And so the, you know, the, what I've loved about the work you've done and the way you've put it together in your book is giving us some practical guidance about how to be aware of all that and then how to tap into the alpha that will allow us to be more creative. Can you give us an example of a company that's actually putting this into practice as they develop their leaders? There are a few, right? There are some that were just built with this DNA. And then there are others that have really had to work hard to cultivate it. And I'll I'll hold up one in particular, and that would be Google and Google X in particular. There's a story that was written by a Fast Company author way back in 15. And what he talked about while interviewing Astro Teller, who has the most incredible title ever, it's uh, Captain of Moonshots. <laughs> he had this great conversation with Astro, but towards the tail end of that, had an opportunity to go out to the quad where there was two trees and a slack line, which is webbing that's about two inches thick, slung between two trees. And there they had the opportunity to take off their shoes and in their socks, traverse back and forth on the slack lines. And the slack line's about growing high. So there's some real stakes here involved. They all took a shot at doing this. And while some of them are really great at it and others not so much, the most important thing is, is that they were taking a shot at this slack line in full view of everyone from interns to executives in the quad and they're in their socks, there's a certain amount of humility that's there. And they're also saying we're risking and failing in full view. So we want you all to be more like that. I'm giving you permission. When our executives are willing to be real people and are willing to be vulnerable just a little, what happens is everybody else can bring their full selves. They're not afraid to show up for who they are, they can really operate in alpha when that's set, when the table is set for them like that. Well, this is why I wanted to have this conversation on the Optimistic Outlook podcast, because 
all of us who are involved in infrastructure and building this infrastructure for the next century of leadership is absolutely vital to America's economy. We're relying on people who are leading companies to tap into the creative minds of those who work for them. And it's the ability to lead from the zone, the ability to lead from alpha that could be so powerful. So having an opportunity to talk about the science behind it, the opportunity to take a look inside and see what it looks like in practice has really been valuable for us today. Summer Anderson, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Alpha, beta, theta, brain waves. It's really worth our time and energy to dig into this topic a bit more, to learn about how really being in control of our thoughts can help us perform at our highest levels. Now, I know if you're like me, you're looking forward to reading Summer's book. Look for it in 2022. Start Within, Better ROI Begins With You. And in the meantime, head to our show notes for more resources. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform or to the Siemens YouTube channel. And for show notes and more, go to Siemens.com slash optimist.